Hi, everybody. My name is Hafa Lombardino, and this is Translation Confessional. Before we continue, I wanted to tell you about Better World Books. It's a great website to search for new and used books in several categories. You can find textbooks about translation, interpretation, and languages, as well as translated and original fiction and nonfiction. Some deals qualify for free shipping, which can really come in handy when you're on a budget. If you'd like to check out Better World Books, go to this webpage, bit.ly slash tc dash bwb. It's easy to remember. TC for Translation Confessional and BWB for Better World Books. Once again, the webpage is bit.ly slash tc dash bwb. Hope you like it. Looking back on season two. Today, I'd like to wrap up season two of Translation Confessional by looking back on what we discussed in 2021 and what I've learned about our listeners throughout the year. It sure went by very quickly, and it was once again so great to interact with listeners and peers from different parts of the world and share perspectives about what we have in common, putting our language knowledge to good use. I don't know about you, but I feel that we're often so busy with our projects that it does feel refreshing to reflect on what we do, if only for a few minutes once a week. Putting some thoughts on paper, or rather on audiovisual materials, has really helped me take some time to think about our segment, share a bit of what I've learned, and gather information from other language professionals who have experiences that are either very similar or totally different from my own. So I'd like to thank you for keeping me company this past year and sending your comments and input through social media and by email. And just as I was putting this episode together, I found out Translation Confessional ranked third place on a list of 35 podcasts about translation and interpretation in 2021. News aggregator Feedspot created this list after analyzing, quote, traffic rank, social media followers, domain authority, and freshness, end quote. Looking at this list, it's an honor to be among so many great shows about our segment, created by professionals and organizations that want to move us forward. I'm adding a link to this list in this episode's description so you can find out about other podcasts for language professionals like us. So here's a round of applause for all the great educational entertaining content out there. Side note. Now that this podcast ranked third after getting lots of plays and followers, being certified fresh by Feedspot, does that make me an influencer? Because I did invite someone who's very prominent in the translation world, someone who participates in many translation conferences and had a very interesting story to tell about a particular subject. 
But this person said that they didn't want anything to do with Translation Confessional because they don't do the whole influencer thing. All right then, I'll do my influencing thing over here while you hog the microphone on online networking sessions to talk about yourself as the most interesting translator in the world. If you recall, the main reason why I started this podcast was to talk about the ups and downs we experience as translators, interpreters, subtitlers, transcreators, copy editors, reviewers, proofreaders, and language professionals in general. I truly don't see other translators as the competition because I believe there's room for everyone. There is a lot of content out there that needs our help as language experts, and each one of us should contribute with what we can do best. So I'd rather see other translators as colleagues, as members of the same community. And if Translation Confessional helps you to avoid any headaches or gives you any good ideas as you listen to an episode about something that has happened to me or to a translation friend, or while you listen to a conversation I had with someone about a relevant topic in their area of knowledge, that's it. Mission accomplished. Because I will have given something back after almost a quarter of a century being a translator. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jokes aside, but really, respect all the gray hairs I've earned while working with difficult clients and projects that were hard to crack. <laughs> now I'd like to share a little bit of what I've learned about you, the listeners. The data I'm about to go through is courtesy of Spotify, the parent company of Anchor FM, which is the podcasting platform I've been using since the podcast premiered. Spotify indicates the geographic location of listeners and reassured me that 100% of you are from planet Earth. Seriously, they have that option on the anchor control panel. As far as the countries where you are while listening to the podcast, 37% of you are in the United States, 14% are in Brazil, and 5% are in Italy. The following countries are kind of tied in listenership. United Kingdom, France, Canada, Spain, Mexico, and Germany. All other countries, and there's a long list, got 2% or less. As for the demographics, the overwhelming majority of listeners of Translation Confessional identify as women, a whopping 77%. 
Then 20% of you identify as men. 2% did not specify their gender and 2% are non-binary. As for the age groups, 28% of listeners are between the ages of 28 and 34 and 27% are between 35 and 44. That's my age group, by the way. The next age group is 23 to 27 with 20%, 45 to 59 with 15%, 18 to 22 with 6%, and 60 plus years of age with 3%. I can also see what platforms you're using to listen to the podcast. 34% comes from Apple Podcasts, 20% from Spotify, 9% directly from Anchor, and 4% use Podcast Addict. All other platforms got lumped up in the remaining 34%. Not surprisingly, 36% of listeners use an iPhone to listen to Translation Confessional. Then 18% use Android devices. 9% listen to episodes on the web. Only 2% on Windows. And all others got lumped in at 35%. Besides listener-specific data, I can also see a list of top 10 episodes that got the most plays over time. All of them are from Season 1, which makes sense because they've been available for the longest time. But I'm looking forward to seeing which Season 2 episodes will eventually make the top 10. Here's a current ranking in descending order. Number 10, Assembly Bill Number 5. Number 9, With a Friend Like This. Number eight, on fluency in speaking naturally. Number seven, translating into your second language. Number six, translation samples. Number five, subtitling work. Number four, translating fiction. Number three, the sound of silence. Number two, imposter syndrome. Number one, clearing the clutter. Well, after the break, I'll go deep into some of the topics we talked about this past year and group them up so you can further explore the themes we addressed during Season 2. What is the most fundamental tool translators have? Yes, our language. And we must be the grammar and spelling police. Not only when we're working on a project, but also when we're communicating with clients or interacting with peers online. We must use our language as well at all times. With that in mind, one tool I've been using for a while now, and I do use it constantly, is Grammarly. I've activated it on my email so I don't make any mistakes when sending a message to a client. I also have it available to me in Google Drive, so I can use it when reviewing my students' translations into English or when I'm writing my own articles and brainstorming podcast episodes. And because I do translate into English very often, the premium version helps me keep my last draft sharp and ready for delivery. If you'd like to try out the world's best automated proofreader, visit bit.ly tc grammar. It's easy to remember. TC stands for Translation Confessional, followed by Grammar. Once again, you can visit Grammarly at bit.ly slash tc dash g-r-a-m-m-a-r. 
keep your English sharp. Looking back at season two, we talked about a variety of subjects and had a few interesting interviews with language professionals coming from different fields. We started out the year with staying organized, which is important for you to remain productive and efficient as you try to keep up with client demand and maintain a work-life balance. Other business-oriented episodes included invoicing practices and how to manage large projects, which was a great contribution by Argentine translator, project manager, and translation instructor, Jorge Davidson. Another interesting category this year was the technical side of translating. On that, we had working with CAD tools, translation memory management, keeping a glossary, playing tag with CAD tools, finding matches and repetitions, online CAD tools, and using Linux as a translator. Whew. I think that's the bulk of our season two episodes, which goes with my main specialization as a translation instructor, that is, tools and technology and translation. Here's another subject, clients. Without mentioning any names, of course, I share some insight about working with clients from different parts of the world and from different realities. During the season, we talked about ideal clients, client portals, don't mix friends and business, and what goes around comes around. We also had a collaborative episode titled Client Education, featuring Brazilian translator and interpreter Giovanna Lester, the current president of Abracis, the Brazilian Translators Association, Madalena Sanchez São Paulo, then president-elect of ATA, the American Translators Association, French-to-English translator and interpreter Corinne McKay, and fellow self-publishing buddy, as we like to call each other, certified English and Spanish translator Maria Lavaca, sworn translator from Guatemala and most likely our number one listener, Ilduara Escobedo, Spanish translator and journalist Oscar Curros, and translation business owner Suzanne Evans. Once you have a chance to listen to these client-focused episodes, Drop me a line if you'd like to share some of your experiences with clients and how different or similar they have been to what we talked about this season. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. There were also some theoretical subjects, such as the translation method, misconceptions about translation and interpretation, language neutrality and inclusion, languages and personalities, with the lovely participation of Italian translator Sonia De Martino, Procrustes Syndrome, which turned out to be a great brainstorming session about professional behavior with English and Spanish interpreter Tony Valle, and the language of emoji, featuring the fascinating research by dear colleague Holly Silvestri, 
who is a Tools and Technology in Translation alumna. We also had some episodes related to marketing and services. The marketing-oriented episodes were titled How to Subtly Market Your Services and What's in a Name, which highlighted the importance of making a name for yourself by consistently using your own name and your company name, if you have one, so clients will always have you top of mind. As for the episodes about translation services, we had Translating for Speech, Transcription Services, Working as a Language Consultant, and Translation, Localization, and Transcreation, which was a great contribution by Brazilian translator, interpreter, and journalist, Denise Bobadilha. And after much deliberation, I also decided to talk about a negative trend in our segment, which may hurt beginner translators and distract them from their goal of becoming professionals, making a living off their language skills, and having a sustainable freelancing career. That episode was called Beware of Translation Gurus, and I bit the bullet and sat in front of the camera to record a video version of it to actually show my face and look at viewers in the eyes in an attempt to dissuade you from falling for these so-called mentors who talk the talk, but most likely don't walk the walk. And to keep things light, I followed that episode with Toxic Translator, a sarcastically witty article crafted by Italian-to-English translator Wendell Ricketts. There were also some episodes about the more creative side of translations, that is, translating books and working with audiovisual materials. The book-related category included listening to books, collaborating with authors, and translators are not starving artists, in which I talked about how celebrated author Joyce Carol Oates was emphasizing the fact that translators work on book translations out of the love for the literary arts. And I couldn't help and had to tweet back at her that we're not translators out of the kindness of our hearts. We need to get paid for our work too. As for the audiovisual episodes, we had Introduction to Subtitling and Controversy in Subtitling, which focused on all the talks surrounding the Korean Netflix hit series Squid Game. Finally, we had some language-related subjects because, of course, language is our most elementary tool, right? Here are the titles on this list. Nothing wrong with having an accent. Vocabulary pad peeve. Words I don't like. These are some of my favorite words. And misaligned languages part two. With more words borrowed from one language and misused in another. To complement the list, we got started on season one. We also had a special episode called The Language of Affection which brought wonderful contributions from these great people. Italian translator Sonia de Martino, once again, former translator from Brazil, Ana Paula de Paula, Brazilian translator Vanessa Duarte, Spanish translator and journalist Oscar Curros, once again, 
Brazilian translator Mariana Chie, and Portuguese to English translator Liz Heron Sweet. And there's an honorable mention, which wasn't an official episode, but something language related that I like to share with you. After over two decades saying that I don't speak Spanish because of a major imposter syndrome, just because I don't feel that I think in Spanish as naturally as I do in Portuguese and English, I was interviewed for the very first time completely in Spanish this year by a great group of translators and interpreters from Colombia called Contexto. I'll leave a link on this episode's description to the video version of our interview so you can check it out if you're a Spanish speaker too. Well, if you're interested in listening to some episodes from both Season 1 and Season 2 by topic, I'm adding a link to this episode's description with some Spotify playlists I've created to bring together several episodes that talk about the same kind of subject. That way, if you're in the mood to listen to business-oriented episodes, you can go straight to that playlist. If you want to learn more about subtitling, there's another playlist for that. Technical subjects? No problem. There's even a playlist about cat tools. Check out the webpage I created for you to navigate through all 90 episodes in a theme-friendly way. Having said that, I'll be taking a break for the holiday season and cooking up some new episodes for Season 3. I already got a spreadsheet to better organize myself and have entered 34 ideas into the tentative schedule. I'm really looking forward to exploring all these subjects and more, and I can't wait to come back with new episodes starting January 6, 2022. I hope you have a great holiday season. Have fun with the 90 translation confessional episodes that are out there in podcast and YouTube video format. And keep in touch to share your thoughts on this fascinating line of work we chose as our profession. Send me an email at rlombardino at wordawareness.com or leave a voice message on my anchor page. If I get enough feedback and voice messages, I can go back to the subject and post a special podcast episode with everyone's opinion on this very same theme. By the way, my anchor page is anchor.fm slash translation dash confessional. I look forward to hearing from you. Stay tuned for weekly episodes and subscribe to Translation Confessional through your favorite podcast app.